0: Tuned into CFCR 90.5 FM. It's time for the nerdy news. It's Punch Radio, and in studio you have Jody and Dave. Hello. And you will hear from Brennan and Hank and Craig. They are mostly talking about Sask Expo and uh what's uh, going on this weekend. Today is the kickoff of Sask Expo, and it runs on Saturday and Sunday. And on Saturday is the happiest day of the year. It is free comic book day. Yes, oh my God. It's gonna be so good. So go and get them free comics. Go get them free comics. So Hank and Craig and Brennan are all hosting panels at Sask Expo. So that's kind of exciting. So if you want to go and check that out, they would love that. I will be at Amazing Stories giving away prizes and running games and free comics and introducing people to the amazing talented artists that are going to be in the artist alley there so that is absolutely something that you should put on your agenda starts at 10 goes till four
1: yeah I, it makes me feel like I'm working with some really important co-hosts
0: yeah what are you gonna do on Saturday golf
1: I might yeah yeah I it's a to golf
0: tomorrow it's supposed to be beautiful
1: so I'll be golfing
0: You'll be golfing. Good for you.
1: Not the nerdiest activity. Kind of nerdy. But the nerdiest activity of the five co hosts.
0: Maybe. Yeah. I just want to run through a couple of the titles for free comic book day that you want to put on your radar
1: watch list. Uh,
0: there are over 75 different titles that, uh, amazing stories are giving away, but ones that you might want to have a look at that are getting some hype. Uh, there's a really good star Wars. There's a Ninja turtle. Uh, the Spidey and friends is really good. And the Mexican, I really dug. Those are for all ages. So anybody can read those and not be traumatized. They're coated green. Now, there are ones that are coated blue, and those are for a little bit of older readers. So, you know, your teens, your preteens, a mature kid, you know, adults can enjoy them too. This is where you're going to find the heavy hitters from DC and from Marvel. So from them, you're going to see Dawn of DC Night Terrors. So this kicks off the next big arc for DC. They also have a book called Clark and Lex slash Batman Squad. So it's got two stories in there. Uh, You're also going to see Avengers and X-Men, Marvel Voices, the Spider-Man Venom book is out. And there's also a Lois Lane story called Girl Taking Over about Lois Lane going on her first internship to being a reporter. And it's based on a graphic novel, which is actually pretty good. I did not mean to sound so disparaging there.
1: No, it's just a corny sounding pitch, but that doesn't always mean that it's going to be a corny comic.
0: This is true. There's also a whole bunch of horror and anime and just a ton of different books to to choose from. And for the more mature reader, there's a Frazettaverse book, which is awesome. There's an Umbrella Academy and Witcher book. And the one that I'm most excited about is Fishflies, which is the new Jeff Lemire book. So it's a sneak peek into that. But there's lots of good stuff.
1: Grownups get free comics too.
0: Yeah, they do. Well, they got to bring the kids. Somebody's got to drive.
1: It's got to be a payoff.
0: Yeah. So anyways, check out any, any comic book store to get free books this Saturday because, yeah, you get free books. That's that's always good. Always good. We're going to talk about a couple of things today. The first thing we're going to talk about is a new series called Dead Ringers. Now, if that sounds familiar, does that ring a bell? That's because it is based on the 1988 movie by Cronenberg, which starred Jeremy Irons as twins gynecologists.
1: Yeah. uh, I remember this movie in the late 80s was kind of a big deal. Like, that Jeremy Irons was doing a movie with David Cronenberg. Okay, right there. You've got my attention. That he's playing twins.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. A challenge for any actor.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm curious right away to see that. That they were also gynecologists was like, you know, what's that going to look like in a Cronenberg-type setting? Yeah. And it's one of those... You you just put those four elements together and you can kind of see the movie in your head before you watch it. And Dead Ringers was kind of that movie that you saw in your head. It was like...
0: It's not nearly as gory as I thought that it was going to be. In fact, it's not really gory at all. The original, like, especially because, like, they're inventing, like, weird tools and stuff. The tools
1: were the... That's the
0: part that kind (sighs) of stuck in my head. Yeah, makes you feel squirrely. But anyway, um, the movie is actually pretty decent. But I got to say, I am loving the adaptation. So in this one, Rachel Weisz is at the helm, and she is playing the twins, Beverly and Elliot, who have a dream of opening a women's health care hospital. A birthing center. A birthing center and research center. And yeah, she does a great job of creating two very different characters. And I like that there is an added dynamic in that one of the twins wishes to get pregnant and is struggling to do so. Because, I mean, that changes how they approach... Not only the healthcare that they give, but like the research that they do, and is something that the version with Jeremy Irons could obviously not do.
1: Yeah, it actually kind of exposes what a dumb idea it was to write this story with twin doctors and to have them both be men because this struggle, desire to become pregnant and be a mother, it really does add a lot, along with the fact that, you know, in in the original film, they were trying to, the twins were trying to become more powerful and more famous and uh, more respected, but they didn't have these lofty goals of, um, you know, opening, like, a, a medical facility that would help thousands of people. That adds a lot of stakes to this version, too.
0: Especially in the world that we're in right now, where there is a huge debate in the country to the south over abortion and access to women's health. And it's, yeah, it's very timely.
1: Yeah, and it's not an important issue in this series, but it's not an issue that they stay away from either. And uh, they just have so much to deal with, even just in the first couple of episodes. And uh, they the first episode in particular, um, it, it really lets you into the obstetrics.
0: Ooh, yeah, it's don't eat dinner while yeah. watching that.
1: Yeah, not, not for the faint of heart, but also if that first episode, you know, scares you away a little bit or turns you off, there's a lot more going on than just, you know, what watch, yeah, watching surgeries be recreated yeah. and so forth.
0: It, the drama goes in different directions after that, so just stick with it. It is six episodes. It's a miniseries. Uh, it is created by showrunner Alice Birch, and it is actually bi- both... Of the Dead Ringers were created off of a 1977 novel called Twins by Barry Wood, which I think now I need to dig out and, and have a read because I want to see how it differs from the 88 movie and then this new version.
1: Yeah, because there are certain elements that run between both versions. You have sort of the more conventionally good twin and the more mischievous... "Quote unquote evil twin," one of them is reliable, while the other is like kind of off the handle and unpredictable. The 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 whole OBGYN angle, like those things, run through them all. But there's probably other things in that book that didn't make it into either the film or the TV show.
0: Yeah, well, public library is going to be getting a request, so we'll check that one out. But if you're debating whether to watch it or not, go have a look.
1: Yeah, headline here is Rachel Weisz that you you just don't want to miss, I don't want to say this performance because it's actually these performances.
0: True, yeah, and she's very good. She's generally reliable and this is no different.
1: New step, yeah, for sure.
0: Love to see it. Okay, we're going to throw things over now to Hank and Craig, and uh, yeah, they're going to talk about what they're doing at Sask Expo this weekend. Uh, but Craig has also been watching a bunch of 4K, so he's going to give a review of a rewatch of Rocky IV. He's also delved into uh, Raymond and Ray, and Hank has been watching Citadel on Amazon. And has some thoughts about that, so we'll throw over to them, and then we will hear from Brennan and uh, his journey to, to to the Calgary Expo last weekend, and what he's going to be doing this weekend at Sask Expo. So wow,
1: interprovincial! I
0: know. Take it away, fellas.
2: Hey, everybody! It's Craig Sillifan on Punch Radio, right here on CFCR ninety point five FM, and I am joined by my good friend Hank Cruz, the co-pilot. Of my also co-pilot we don't we don't have hierarchies here it's
3: just you and me bro no hierarchies really no. well even steven okay well then how come you get paid more than i do well
2: i mean just that's just how the math works out i don't know you'd have to ask my lawyers and
3: accountants about that one but uh, like what oh, oh man you know what we'll talk about this off air okay i don't like airing my dirty. right we shouldn't drag radio. the drama on air
2: but i i gotta say it's you know brother's from another mother it's like looking in a mirror when i look at you
3: um not today because as you can see right here um it's i've sunburned. told the first time since you started uh, shaving your head uh be very careful of the sun it's very dangerous only two times in my life have i burnt the top of my noggin uh about uh, 2011 where i swore that would never happen again and this weekend because i was wearing a toque took it off and forgot about it and right. i was for an hour. This is what an hour did. Right. Yeah, there. I've been pretty careful so far since I started shaving my head. But that is uh that is the indoors advice. there. That, that's our whole segment today, everybody. Stay indoors. The sun is dangerous. The end I'm out. That's right. Stay indoors. Why don't we talk quickly, speaking of staying indoors,
2: about a thing where all the indoor kids are going to be this weekend, uh starting uh well, I think it starts tonight actually, but starting tomorrow really. Uh Sask Expo down at Prairie Land, World Trade yeah. Center at Prairie Land Park. Uh, you and I will be down there in full force doing some celebrity panels. I'm going to sit down with Jonathan Frakes from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation and Picard Season 3. So that'll be really exciting. I, I'm a longtime fan of, of Star Trek and, and, and Frakes in general, uh, both his acting and some of his directing work. So uh, that'll be exciting. And you, you're doing a panel, too, with our buddy Mike Fisher, aren't you?
3: Yeah, yeah. We're going to uh, hang out with Kayla Compton and Danielle uh, Nicolette from uh, The Flash. The Flash the cw the flash like they've been on like a hundred and some episodes so uh yeah i uh haven't watched a lot of the flash but once i heard they were coming i checked out some episodes and uh quite excited to meet them so it'll be fun fun. yeah people
2: should come on down check it out uh there's all kinds of other cool stuff going on down there vendors and toys and t-shirts and all kinds of cool nerdy stuff for your entertainment
3: Dollars. so yeah uh, a major uh, major party uh brennan there he's uh doing a couple right. panels too he's uh, uh allison Leigh uh, rosenfeld who has voiced i think two or three characters in like hundreds of episodes of pokemon and a bunch of other stuff and so she seems uh pretty cool and he's hanging out with pat from uh, degrassi on sunday there too so yes be, and be he's fun. great yeah. i've done a panel yeah. with him and stacy Mistichin, who played caitlin uh before oh the memories. Degrassi takes me back, back to when I had hair. Oh, wait, let's stop talking. (laughs) It hurts. It hurts.
2: Anyway, he's uh, he's a nice guy. So but uh, let's talk about the other week I was talking about like how I've got this whole new 4k setup, uh, and that it's really fun. And so I've been working my way through some classic movies that are remastered in 4k. And I watched the first three Rocky movies and then got to the fourth one. And I know it's not a great movie, but I love Rocky IV because I think I was like in grade six or something when it came out. So uh, I was sort of right in the pocket for that kind of jingoistic. uh, (laughs) It's it's a superhero movie, really. When you compare it to the original Rocky, which is more of a indie drama down on his luck guy, it's barely a boxing movie, in fact. But Rocky IV is like the Avengers, but with a boxer or something. Uh, But I watched Rocky IV, Rocky versus Drago, which is the Sylvester Stallone re-edit of the movie so it's the, the director's cut stallone directed that movie and it's sort of to varying results i'll say the movie is only about two minutes longer i think but it's vastly different so he didn't just add two minutes of footage like most directors cut do he recut like tons of the film so he took out a ton of stuff and added in a bunch of stuff uh one of the most interesting things they removed was i don't know how, many, how well everybody remembers this movie but if you remember rocky gives Polly his uh mouthy brother-in-law a robot for his birthday do you remember this movie yeah yeah yeah. okay so he gives him this robot and the robot's kind of like some of the comic relief in the movie and it's just uh they sort of start to have this weird codependent relationship it's it's kind of it's stupid really now they took it out i think just because it was always kind of a contention with fans uh and eventually stallone was like okay fine i'm on board now let's get rid of this robot but i think the robot actually functioned as a really neat piece of the story in the sense that like. It sort of shows how rich they are uh, and how privileged Rocky is, which is juxtaposed then against the like Soviet fighter who is from the Soviet Union. You know, so it's this whole like America and and the rich, you know, Americans versus the sort of poverty stricken uh, communist uh, block. You know what I mean? Uh, and then, of course, that gets flipped on its head when Rocky, you know, goes to Russia to train and he's doing it like in the snow, in the in the gulag while well, Ivan Drago's training in this state-of-the-art, like, science-filled uh, gym or whatever. So, anyways, that's kind of one of the major changes. I, You know, it's I can't really say which one I like better. I think I probably still like the original better, but maybe just because I've seen that one a bunch more times. It's probably... Some of the story doesn't even make sense in the director's cut. There's scenes where, like, in the original where Pauly's packing to go to Russia and they're having conversations, and in the new version... He just shows up there. So you're kind of like, whoa, where'd he come from? So it kind of <laughs> makes parts of, because they cut out every part with the robot, even in the background. So like they lose a whole bunch of story pieces, even with Apollo coming to visit Rocky early in the movie. So uh, anyway, I think it was an interesting experiment. I think I like the original better. They both looked great in 4K, though. I'll say that. But the other thing I watched this week was Raymond and Ray, which is a apple plus movie with uh ewan mcgregor ethan Hawke, uh and it basically is about two brothers one's named raymond and the other's named ray uh with their father has passed away and he was like he was he was abusive basically and so their their trauma has played out in their real life raymond has a bunch of unsuccessful relationships with the women in his life ray's a former heroin addict that's been sober for a number of years and so they go to carry out their father's final wishes and then sort of explore the traumas that he visited on them and then find a few surprises along the way. They may not be the only uh family that their father had just to give a minor spoiler there. But like the movie doesn't get great reviews on Letterbox, but I actually thought it was awesome. I thought it was funny, it's heartfelt, it's definitely visits that trauma uh but it's like it reminded me so much of just so many 90s indie dramas that I'd see some of them maybe Sundance movies. Uh, and of course, starring two actors that would have starred in some of those movies. And I, just, I love both those guys so much, Ethan Hawke and Ewan McGregor. So it's on Apple+. Plus. I I actually really enjoyed it. I say check it out. I mean, your, your mileage may vary, but uh, did, we did got you, about...
3: Uh, sorry, did you know about something? it uh, before, uh, or did you just happen to see it on Apple?
2: No, I saw trailers for it a while okay. ago, and then I knew it was coming out, but kind of forgot about it. And then when I got on that uh,
3: Apple free trial i'm on right now it was there so i was like that oh, just yeah, looked right yeah. now because i'm like why did i not even know about this movie I don't, well. I, don't I don't think, think they, they advertised it very well i don't it. yeah so uh anyway we Go. got
2: about a minute and a half here uh what have you, you oh okay. uh,
3: hey i only need 60 seconds to talk about citadel uh show on amazon prime and it is like a, a spy thriller starring richard madden that you remember from game of thrones yes and the oh priyanka uh chopra jonas the the Jonas uh in, in there. Um, if I was one of the whoever the Jonas bro that uh, married uh, Priyanka um, I would be very scared now because watching her do all these action scenes and her kicking so much ass I'm like I don't want to say the wrong thing to her uh-uh, he's going down so anywho um, the synopsis is the same as every other super spy international thriller global spy agency Citadel has fallen and its agents memories were wiped clean now the powerful syndicate Manticore is rising in the void can the Citadel agents Recollect their past and summon the strife to fight back. I don't know, but the first two episodes are out now. And I think the third, actually, the third might be coming out tonight. Action packed, the plot you've seen a billion times, but it's cool to watch these two just go around the world and kick ass. So if you're looking for just something action packed, check it out. I'm going to keep watching. It's good.
2: Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, check it out. I haven't seen that one yet, but I will give it a shot. And as I said, check out Sask Expo this weekend and free comic book day at all the comic book stores in town. Uh, And that's about it for us. So we'll throw back to Jody here and we'll talk to you next week. Woo. Bye.
4: Hello, Punch listeners. This is Brennan here once again with all the nerdy news that needs to be noted. That's right. With my incredible use of alliteration, I'm going to guide you down the path of all the things that you need to know. Now this week, I'm going to talk about something more experiential. So, so far I've given you suggestions on things to watch, things to see, things to make your life better, but today we're going to talk about experience and how as a fan you can go out and enjoy your fandom however you like. So this past weekend, uh, April 25th to the 28th, was the Calgary Expo. That's right, the Calgary Expo is back. Now it has been back for a few years, however... It was huge this year. Uh, Last year was really good, a lot of guests I wanted to see. This year, not as many guests, but that was my own personal thing. But the attendance was incredible. Sunday, which is usually the quiet day to go shopping, was packed full of people. Um, I heard one person tell me that on the Saturday they expected 20,000 people and got 60,000. So Calgary Expo is back in a big bad way. I got to go check out some notable panels. Uh, I saw Sam Raimi, and he talked about movie and movie making, his influences, and he actually gave a lot of tips. It was almost like a little mini film class as far as what lens to use and um, how it would look depending on your situation. It's super interesting. I got to see Peter Gullen, the voice of Optimus Prime, and talking about his inspiration for his voices. The story of how he actually came up with the voice of Optimus Prime is surprisingly touching. We sometimes forget that the people that are creating the content we love are actually human beings that have stories and emotions and and things to tell. And he even said he's told the story before, so you could tell he had it rehearsed because someone asked him about it. But it was super touching. I hadn't heard it before. Um, And it's amazing that this 81-year-old Canadian is still doing one of the most iconic voices in all of fandom. And then the big one, Hayden Christensen. You know, I'm not a big fan just because I didn't like the prequels when they came out. But we seem to be having this Hayden Christian Assange happening right now. He was on Obi-Wan, his appearance became very popular, and he even said that he is more than happy to uh, bring back the character of Anakin Skywalker. There seems to be a need for it now. It's kind of like it's been long enough, and now that we had the newer Star Wars movies, people are going back to the first ones and saying, you know what, maybe it's time to revisit these. Maybe these characters need to be represented in different ways. Interesting panel. Great to see him. We had to wait in line two hours to get our guaranteed seats. It was packed for that panel. Speaking of panels and experience, this weekend, May 5th, 6th, and 7th, is the Saskatoon Entertainment Expo. That's right. Celebrities come to Saskatoon to share everything they love and they know. And yours truly is getting a chance to do some hosting. Well, actually, my friend Major Party is doing some panel interviews. Saturday, at 11:30, Major Party, not me. That's Major Party. Is interviewing Pat Mastriani, who is known as Joy Jeremiah from DeGrassi Junior High. So, if you want to relive your childhood of the late '80s, come check out that interview as well as Ashlyn Lee Rosenfeld. That'll be Saturday at 3:30. Allison Lee Rosenfeld is an American voice actor. Uh, she's done the roles of Bonnie, Nurse Joy, and Sophocles in Pokemon. Uh, Strawberry Shortcake on Strawberry Shortcake, Polly Pocket on Polly Pocket. Some voices that you definitely recognize and she will be on the stage with Major Party talking about her life and career on Saturday. So make sure you come check those out. Please come down to the expo, check out all the creators that are there. There's a lot of local creators, local shops, uh, people there celebrating the things they love. As well on the Saturday, big day, Saturday, May 6th is Free Comic Book Day. That's right, Free Comic Book Day when all the publishers make special comics to give out to one, create new fans, and two, show appreciation for um, a genre we love so much. If it wasn't for comics, we wouldn't have the shows, we wouldn't have the, the cartoons, we wouldn't have the anime, we wouldn't have the movies, we wouldn't have all these other things that we love so much. So I love the fact that we have a day out to celebrate the medium that started it all, okay? So if you miss Calgary, it happens, come to the Saskatoon Expo, make sure you're there on Saturday to check out not me, Major Party, because we're totally different people, interviewing Joy Jeremiah. I just want to keep, I just love saying Joy Jeremiah and Allison Lee Rosenfeld to talk about their careers and make sure you go to your favorite comic book store to check out free comic book day. Uh, I know Amazing Stories has a lot planned. They do every year. So make sure you go get some free comics. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you soon in Saskatoon.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. I think this weekend is going to be a whole lot of fun. One other thing that we've been really into lately is Robert Blake. So he passed away in March, and I think that set us off. Um, He was born on September eighteenth, 1933, and he passed away on March 9th. And most people know him for Beretta, and they should. And if you don't know him for Beretta, like, watch Beretta. Yeah,
1: find a way to... to to watch those couple seasons of Beretta from, I want to say, like 75, 76, 77, yeah. somewhere in there.
0: He's brilliant. He is a cop who is undercover a lot of the time, but he has to, like, put on these personas and he's got great costumes and he's he does things that, you know, you don't see Columbo or Rockford doing, but he can pull it off. It's a little goofy at times, but it is charming.
1: Yeah, I remember... You know, when he made his last appearance in David Lynch's Lost Highway in the late 90s, turned out to be his last film. People thought it was weird that Robert Blake was doing this kind of evil, mimey, artful performance in a David Lynch movie. When I saw it, I'd never seen Beretta, so I didn't have those preconceptions. And then going back and watching Beretta, it makes perfect sense. Like, because he's going undercover playing all these different eccentric characters, country western singers swingers um he does a great like street corner bum when he's out on surveillance and just sort of fades into the background of any city street so i i thought the you know i was like yeah i can i could see why david lynch would would it's
0: would pick so this obvious guy. and at the same time he's so creepy in lost highway he's scary
1: yeah it's a scary role it needed to be somebody intimidating i think maybe the fact that he's Quite small. Yes. Robert Blake's always been like a short actor, but of course, Beretta was like this big, beefy character. In the late '90s, Robert Blake was kind of a more svelte, sleek, mm-hmm. five foot two and a half guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he definitely changed uh, over the years, but unfortunately, his career was eclipsed by the murder. And I watched some documentaries about what happened, and it is fascinating. I'm not going to delve into it too much here. Go check it out. It is the weirdest story. Basically, he got hoodwinked by a, a shyster, and she ended up getting pregnant. And then he wanted custody, and they had this weird battle, and then suddenly she's dead, and yeah... It's got a lot of twists and turns. It would make its own great
1: movies. Yeah, maybe it will someday. I just don't know. I think maybe it kept Robert Blake from being as famous as he could have been, but it also kind of made him more famous than he ever was in the wrong way.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, to that point, he had uh, been the first American actor to say bullshit in a mainstream movie, and that was for his performance in *In Cold Blood*, the Truman Capote book.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty chilling performance too.
0: He's very, yeah. very good. He, he as makes Perry you sympathetic
1: Smith. to a, a a pretty bad person or a person who's done some really bad things. Yeah.
0: To summarize, Robert Blake is still great and fun to watch. Whether or not he murdered his wife, he was acquitted, so you know who's to say.
1: We're never gonna know.
0: We're never gonna know, but. Go check out Beretta, if nothing else, because he is absolutely brilliant.
1: Solid advice.
0: Good good advice. All right, that wraps up another episode of Punch Radio. You know where to find us here every Friday at 6 o'clock. And in the meantime, keep your dukes up.